empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale. I'm so glad that you're listening to the podcast today from wherever you might be listening from. It's really amazing. All the feedback and messages that we've gotten from listeners from all over the world. And I pray that this podcast finds you at just the right moment. Speaking of, we're living in a pretty unprecedented moment right now, not just in the United States, but nations all over the world. We're walking through a period of time that in our generation, we've never experienced before. And I think that has raised or elevated our need for connecting. And I pray that this podcast is one avenue of connecting for you, that it will just be like food to your soul and water to your soul, and that it will encourage you right where you're at. The events of the past couple of weeks have really taken over our typical day-to-day lives. It's affected almost every institution that we have schools, businesses, church services, events, even sports. Many have never felt so vulnerable or felt so much change hit their life at one time. I think the other component of what's happening is that it feels out of our control. And that's not a sense, especially in our Western culture, that we typically deal with very well, not being in control. But I wanna share some things on the podcast today to help you respond to this. And I think the first thing that we have to do in our response is to minimize the fear, the anxiety, and the panic. I heard somebody say this this weekend, I thought it was so great. Having fear come at you is one thing, but being afraid is your choice. In fact, it reminds me of my little nephew, Gaby. He recently had had to deal with sort of a bout of fear. And, you know, he's just a kid. He's raised in a Christian home. My brother and his wife are just incredible parents. But what Gaby has had to discover is that it's not just enough for mom and dad to tell him you don't have to be afraid, that he has to choose to not fear. And so he's learning this new understanding for him as a little kid of authority. And because Jesus lives in him, the authority that he has. And we've been so proud of him as he's just learned to grab on to the fact that he doesn't have to be afraid. And it's the same for us. Anxiety might come, but it doesn't mean we have to be anxious. And moments of what is going to happen next might come, but it doesn't mean that we have to panic. We get to choose. And so there's choices for us to make. I want to share with you a portion of scripture out of 1 Peter chapter 5 that I think speaks so perfectly and brings such a clarity to the moment that we're living in right now. 1 Peter 5 verse 6 says this, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. 
that he may exalt you. One translation says in due time, but another translation says that he might lift you up over whatever moment you're going through. Come on, if that doesn't speak to where we're at right now, but I want you to notice that it all begins with something that we have to do. And that is humbling ourselves. What does it mean to humble yourself? Right now, humbling yourself in a pandemic moment looks like turning off all the media and spending time with God and saying, God, I humble myself under your mighty hand. I put my attention, I put my faith, and I put my focus not on what's going on around me, but on who you are. And I magnify that and then stay there and spend time there. Look what he goes on to say in verse seven. Here it comes again, casting all your care. There's that piece that we have to do, casting all of your care upon him for he cares for you. Now there is no asterisk mark in the word of God next to this verse that says, unless you're going through a pandemic. There's no fine print that says, except for pandemic viruses or being quarantined, then it doesn't apply. No, there's nothing to that effect. It simply says, cast all your care, cast all of your health concerns, cast all of your financial concerns, Cast all of your what is the future hold concerns. Cast all of your how are people going to respond concerns. What about my business? What about my church? What about the ministry God's called me to? He said, cast it all on me because I care for you. You know, this past Sunday was the first Sunday that for believers all over the world, many of us, we could not gather physically together in our church buildings where we typically worship. And I woke up that morning. I knew, of course, that it was Sunday, but I mean, I had barely had my eyes open. And I heard in my heart the voice of the Lord. And he said, it's Sunday, March 22nd. I thought, what an interesting thing for the Lord to say to me. And I just went, yeah, it's Sunday, March 22nd. And I just kind of in my own heart just thought, okay, God, why are you saying this to me? And then I heard in my heart the Lord quote his word to me, and it was this. Return ye to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. For today I declare that I will render to you double. What he was quoting to me was the book of Zechariah chapter 9 and verse 12. And of course, that word double just stood out to me like a billboard. And I realized what God was saying. This was going to be a Sunday like no other. It wasn't going to feel the same. We weren't going to gather the same. You know, for myself as someone that is usually on the road. I'm usually in another church every weekend doing what God's called me to do. We're always gathering on Sundays. And as pastors and ministers, we're gathering with the people God's brought to our church and we're ministering the word and we're worshiping together and we're hearing what God's saying. And on a Sunday that was extremely unprecedented and unusual and frankly had a lot of unknown attached to it in every way that you look at it. I realized what God was saying to me was, I saw this time coming, and what I'm telling you is stay steady. Because on an unprecedented Sunday, 
It's March 22nd, and I am going to render to you double. What was he saying? Cast your care on me because I am caring for you. I believe that God sent his word to steady us. And as disruptive and serious as this situation has been, at the same time, I believe that it is allowing us a moment of pause, if we will let it, to take stock of what we do have and to rediscover maybe some of the neglected parts of our life. Right now, we have the opportunity to cut through the noise and to focus on what really matters. Because if we're honest, this moment is making a demand of each of us. And this moment is asking the question, what are we made of? Now, I'm not talking about our physical being. Of course, biologically, we know it, understand human beings are comprised of specific things. But I'm talking about a substance that can't be measured by science. What I'm referring to is how We manage the life that we're living, the choices we make, the risks we take, our loyalty, what we believe, how we respond, how much of our faith actually dominates our attitudes and what we say. It's asking what are we made of, meaning our ability to hold steady, to focus, to rest, to forgive, to advance, and to believe. And this moment is certainly testing our decision-making and our courage. You see, the sum total of you and I is not merely our genetics or our DNA, but it's more so our heart, our character, and the life that we live each and every day. Right now, we have the opportunity to take stock in what we are made of. And if we'll do that, it could compel us forward toward life that awaits us, which is God's plan and purposes which still stand strong. I want to read to you this next portion of scripture because I think it gives us the posture that we have to have right now as we look at what we are made of. I want you to listen to this. Verse eight says, So be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour. Verse nine says, Whom we resist consistently in faith. So God gives us a posture to take and he says, be sober. What does that mean? It means be awake, be vigilantly awake. This is a moment to have our eyes wide open. I believe it requires a sensitivity of our hearts to the voice of God and to the spirit of God to stay in the sweet spot in the secret place with him where we can stay in peace, we can stay in joy, we can stay out of the fray of what am I going to do? And we can say, Father, I have not been this way before, but my eyes are on you. This is a moment when we look to see what we are made of to realize something, that when we made Jesus the Lord of our life, it changed everything. When we made Jesus the Lord of our life, all of a sudden, it shifted that equation of what we are made of because now, really what we're doing is taking stock of who we are in Him and where we have learned to live out of who He is in us. And yes, there is a learning process involved. It's a process of renewing our mind to live life through Jesus. It means catching ourselves at the autopilot versions of our humanity, responding out of 
bad attitudes or wanting to complain or wanting to get anxious to catch the autopilot responses of our humanity that limits us to our past behaviors and limits us to our circumstances. And instead, we yield to the Spirit of Jesus of whom we are of. I've heard it said many times that the Christian life is the limitless life, and I believe that's true. But that's really only true for the areas where we have learned to yield to it. Christ in me, the hope of glory, the infamous scripture that is quoted so many times. It's ours to choose daily in a million different ways. Because Jesus is Lord of our life, it gives us a renewable capacity for resilience, a built-in power to walk in divine healing and to grow beyond our known limits. The key right now for you and I is to see how to live out of his vast abilities that reside on the inside of us. And I want to give you some ways you can do that. And I'm going to just tell you up front, these are not ways that are going to sound like rocket science to you. There's no answers of how to get through this moment that are grandiose and things we've never heard before. These are things that we have known, but we are now living by. Here's how we do it. Read God's word. Read his word and take his word for yourself and say his word out loud over your health and over your finances and over your future. If you'll do this, you will get very strong and the greater one that is on the inside of you will take the lead, the one who is greater than anything in the world. I pray this encourages your heart. And what I want you to know is this moment, just like everything else, will pass. It will pass and will come out on the other side of it in many different ways. But I believe as born again believers in Christ's followers that we are going to come out with our eyes wide open, that we're going to come out awake that we're going to come out sharper with a finer edge on us. I believe we're going to come out of this with a clarity about our calling and a clarity about what truly matters. I want to pray for you before we go today. Father, I thank you for every person that's listening to this podcast. And Father, I speak peace to their heart. And I declare your word over each one of us right now, Father, that we run to you as our stronghold. Lord, that we will not become a prisoner of fear, but Father, we will put ourselves in the place of hope and refuse to come out. We make ourselves prisoners of hope in you. And Father, we take you at your word. We receive your word, Father, where you said, today I declare to you, I will render to you double. Every person that is facing financial uncertainty, Father, we speak double to them. It will come in supernatural ways. It will come in ways that are extraordinary for how provision usually comes to you, but it will find you. And it will not be because you stressed and worried and were afraid. It will come because you put your faith in the one who said, I will make a way where there seems to be no way. God, you're famous for doing this. And you're famous for doing this for thousands of generations. And God, it is our great honor to stand in this place and trust you again. Father, I thank you that your promises are alive to us in ways like never before. And we stand upon them for each and every day. And we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor for being our Savior, our safe place, and our way forward. We put our trust in you today, Lord. 
In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. I want you to know that we are praying for you. I thank you so much for listening. If there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Visit our website, gentringale.com. If you haven't connected on social media, let's get connected. Now's the perfect time. You can find me on Instagram under Jen Tringale, on Facebook and on Twitter. We love you. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye.